Welcome to the Eat Fans Quickie Podcast, a 15-minute segment where we chat with various content creators of adult entertainment on what drives them, tips for growth, and so much more. Keep it simple, straight to the point, and contains easy-to-execute tips. This show is brought to you by eatfans.com. Monetize your influence. Okay, uh, first question is, who are you and what's your niche? I'm Claire, and um, my niche is on the one hand rope and rope art, um, and on the other hand, a kind of girl next door vibe, except while at the same time exploring non binary queer sexuality. Oh, wow, that's cool. How did you gain your first followers? To be honest, um, when I was thinking, Thinking about setting up my OnlyFans, I messaged a couple of old flirts and hookups and was like, hey, so if I did this, would you subscribe? Be honest. And like the first message after five years being that, you know, some of those conversations were a little awkward, but a bunch of them actually said yes. So I was like, okay, that's that's the first source. Um, and so then I set up my account, I sent them the link, and three out of the five of them subscribed. So that was wonderful. And then I went out to Reddit to subreddits specific to like my looks or my kinks. I happened to have my head shaved, so shaved head girls was a big one for me. Or I happened to do rope stuff, so um, things around BDSM or dom sub relationships were a big one. Um, or around bondage and shivari, and also reaching out to other sex workers and those engagement groups on Twitter, engagement groups on Reddit. Just getting each other's content seen by as many people as we can really helped as well. Wow, it seems like you're pretty self-aware. You know, like you understood that you have, uh, you know, shaped hair. That's like a niche. You should go down that rabbit hole. Have you always kind of been like really self-aware? Uh, as far as like your looks in that world? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I do myself have a bit of a marketing and advertising background. So it was kind of a side project for me of finding how do I market myself? Like I am the product right now, right? And <laughs> I'm not working for a company selling a good. I am the product that I'm trying to sell to people and like my looks, my pictures, my videos, my content. So the best way to do that is to find the one specific thing about me that sets me apart from other people, the, the, the unique value proposition, so to speak, of me as a person. And if that is something about my looks, if that is something about my kinks, if that is something about my personality or interests, um, you see a lot of uh, sex workers um, marketing themselves as your, um, you know, like kawaii gamer girl, and that is their aesthetic. And so that's going to appeal to people to whom that aesthetic appeals and that's wonderful they can market in niches dedicated to that aesthetic and that look or the video games that they play for me i don't really do that so i tend to go for like the queer spaces the non-binary spaces um you know the shaved head look the the bondage related content mm. do you have any tips for creators starting out um, I think the biggest one I have is, is that to keep in mind, it is a real job. So that means you got to take it seriously. You got to put in work um, every workday. Um, you got to like actually do things. It's not a, oh, I'll just start an OnlyFans and people will flood in unless you have an existing uh, base of people that follow you somewhere or unless you're really like somehow so niche that everyone will find you. Um, it is a real job that takes real effort. And at the same time, it is a real job. You need to set a schedule. You need to take breaks. You need to take vacations. You need to set goals and see how you align with them. Because otherwise, you're going to burn out because you're going to be doing 20-hour days at the beginning and then get tired of it after a week. Um, and uh, Or you're just not going to get the traction that you want on your accounts and it's going to just hit your self-confidence. And again, that is part of it. It is a job. 
it's not you as a person. So if you're not getting sales, if you're not getting likes or shares or whatever else, um, that is not a judgment of you as a person. It is simply a judgment of the piece of content that you put out. Maybe it's the caption, maybe it's the lighting, maybe it's the wrong day of the week for that sort of content. It is not a judgment of you as a person. And I think being able to separate that is a huge one. And that's something that I think all of us sex workers always are working on. Wow. I I love that. That kind of brings me to my next question. Like, How do you keep your content fresh while avoiding burnout? Yeah, that is definitely a difficult one. So on the one hand, I think all of us in online sex work, we will take a bunch of pictures and like, you know, I'll do my makeup one time and I'll put on three different outfits and just take pictures on like one day of the week and schedule them over the course of the next two weeks. So there's constantly content that is a little bit different from the day before, but kind of similar to a couple days ago. Um, and it's just going to be kind of a refresh. That way, I only effectively have to make content one or two times a week. And those one or two times, you know, it is possible to put in that effort and do that makeup. Like I, as a non-binary person, don't always feel up for that um, to present that feminine, but that is like the presentation that I feel more comfortable with in the sex work I do. So it's also scheduling around like my gender comfort, which, you know, that's a hit and miss game. So I just always try to have that archive of images because also, what if I simply get sick? What if an emergency happens, right? We're in a pandemic time currently. We're in different lockdowns. What if something makes it not possible for me to buy items to make new content? What if something makes it impossible for me to see my wife with whom we make those um, fancy rope art uh, content pieces? So I think that is the biggest thing, but also getting inspired from other sex workers. So I follow other content creators. I'm in a bunch of Discord servers, Twitter groups, and so on. And sometimes I'll just see something like, oh, this is a really really nice camera angle, or this is a really cool idea. Um, I think one of those things that I still have saved for when it's like a, an anniversary of my sex work um, is for one year's on OnlyFans, I'm going to do like a cake and icing photo shoot um, because I saw a bunch of uh, other sex workers like put icing on their body and like, you know, take pictures with that. And that was just really cute and aesthetically pleasing. So it's just like bookmarking that content and some documents somewhere and just keeping it for when you run out of ideas. Oh, okay. All right. So you're looking at what's hot out there to kind of yeah. uh, seeing how to, what inspires you. I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. that bring- and I think also beyond looking only at sex work mediums, it's also important to look just at art itself. So for instance, I found myself browsing a lot of fashion catalogs um, or just when I am shopping for clothing online, I pay a lot more attention to how the models pose the items because a lot of those things, a lot of the ways that models are posing clothing or especially like bodysuits are poses that I can find inspiration from um, for posing rope because that is effectively uh, like a clothing form on my body. Um, so just finding, you know, that theory behind photography of like how to position your body so the correct lines are accentuated. Um, all of that comes into play as well as lighting, as well as, you know, the background and just finding the level of focus in a picture that you want. All of those things come into play there. Man, I, you're dropping so many value bombs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what change would you like to see in the online community space? Um, I think for me, the main one is as a new sex worker, 
um, it is quite hard to get into the community, especially now with quarantine on. This is something I have noticed is that so many new people came onto platforms like OnlyFans and ManyVids either just to get a side income because they, they became out of a job or as just like a pastime because it went viral and they wanted to feel pretty online. Both of those are valid reasons to get into sex work, but it just makes it a little more difficult with just the number of newbies flooding the field to see which of the newbies are going to stick around. And so like, I should form a friendship with these people because they are going to hang around and with whom I'm just like a a brief exercise in self-confidence and like, they're just going to fizzle out and leave. So I think that's the reason for many older sex workers, not accepting the younglings into their group these days. Um, But I think, that is part of the change that I would be looking for is like specific communities where you can find those meaningful connections with other sex workers where you can form friendships. I myself have met a couple of people that I am just friends like on Twitter or Instagram with by now. We just casually like and comment on each other's stuff outside of those engagement groups that I think all of us are in. Um, and so just forming those real friendships and making that possible somewhere would be super valuable. All right. And then the last question, um, how can the people find you? (laughs) You can find me on OnlyFans. I'm onlyfans.com slash claro.rr on many vids as claro.rr on frisk as claro or without the dot and on Twitter as claro underscore rr and Instagram claro.rr. All of the different versions of the same name. All right. Thank you. That was, uh, I mean, did you want to leave any other notes or say anything? I mean, if you had anything to get off your chest, I mean, you, you dropped so many, no- you dropped so much knowledge. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. I think, um, one of the other things that it is important to keep in mind when doing sex work is to not let it turn into your entire identity. So I touched on that when talking about it, not like sales going down is not a measure of your personal worth, but also of your personal worth, just because you are in the top X percent. And then next week you drop to like the bottom 50%. It's not bad. It's just how people are buying your content. And it is also useful to look at who is buying your content from which countries? Because for instance, now we're all seeing a little bit of an influx as the stimulus checks go out in the US. Um, maybe later we'll see a bit of an influx from other countries as stimulus checks go out in those places, right? So there is a high level of seasonality with sex work. And now in the pandemic times, more people are looking to the internet to purchase sex services. So workers and new clients, and they might stick around, they might not. It is important to look at these trends in your niche of the industry and see how you can best adjust them without making it a personal thing that impacts your confidence. This has been another episode of the Eat Fans Quickie Podcast. Go out and create something cool. Then monetize it on eatfans.com, a space for creators. 